okay, first of all, senior citizens have already lived a very long life and they know so much, like they have so much knowledge that they can pass on. And so not even just learning how to sew, but just learning, like listening to stories that they've, they've learned from and just anything really. And I guess that's another thing I learned a lot from my grandma is just everything she told me is just knowledge, everything. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast, member of that education podcast network. Today, we continue our series on the Start It Up cohort in the sense that we have on Morgan Spade. She is a freshman now at Trine University. And what I love is, is that this is, this is one of the realistic sides of entrepreneurialism in the sense that Morgan placed well at the competition, um, and then she had to make a pivot. Uh, we get into why she had to make a pivot, also the timing of which, and uh, how she's going to parlay a relationship and some lessons she learned from her grandma into a business idea. So I think this one's extraordinarily interesting, and also just hearing about her journey and what she's trying to build, I think you'll be excited about it. Honestly, I think that a lot of people will want to see this work, and uh, hopefully that she can make some really great connections here on this show. So... Take a listen to this one if you want. Uh, give her an email. Give her a hi. How are you? Um, I'll have her information in the show notes. Um, but the, the, one of the best things about this podcast is that we kind of grow together and learn together. So if you do have some feedback for her, please reach out to her. Um, and uh, again, the best place to probably do that would be on her LinkedIn. Um, and I'll have that in the show notes. Other than that, enjoy this one. Morgan Spade. All right, so I'm excited today to bring you Morgan Spade. Every Friday, we bring you somebody new from the Innovate Within cohort. Today, we have on Morgan. Morgan, thanks for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. All right, so take me back from the beginning. You <clears throat> applied to Innovate Within. And uh, I did. You did really well there. And you started off, and we're going to talk about your, your pivot here in a second. But yeah, you, like let's give give the... The, one of the award-winning presentations. You, you placed really well, and for Mini Mammals, go ahead and explain what you had done there. Okay, so I'm giving like the first version of Mini Mammals, right? Absolutely. All right, so Mini Mammals is me making little stuffed animal keychains and donating 10% of my proceeds to Black Pine Animal Sanctuary. And I have a little, like a little tag on it, and each animal that I make corresponds to an animal that's at Black Pine. So it's kind of that personal connection there. And that's about it. But how did you make them? What was your process? Um, I would sew each one of them. And my grandma, of course, gave me a few pointers. <laughs> She's a very important part in this story, as you guys will hear a little bit later. And right. So your grandma kind of helps you. You end up doing these little mini keychains. Like, how much did you sell them for? I sold them for $10. 10 bucks. Okay. And so I, I remember when you started working with us and you're like, okay, things are going all right. And then what was one of the, the, the bigger problems um, in your business model, so to speak? So basically I got too much support from Auburn. So I couldn't keep up with the demand that I was having. And so that was real the issue that came about. I didn't know whether I should keep the handmade aspect, which I really wanted to do, or I don't know. I just, it was a big issue. <laughs> yeah, I remember even the judges were like, hey, you know, have you thought about, you know, getting a manufactured somewhere or, you know, distributing your labor? And, and I could just tell that even in the judging process, you're like, I don't know, you know, I don't want to just necessarily like just give it up and have it yeah. mass produced for, you know, 60 cents kind of thing. And 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and without a doubt, your hustle and your drive, you know, really impressed the judges. But then when, when you got uh, to be a part of the cohort, that's one of the first things we had. And when we started talking like, okay, how, you know, what is the fundamental thing that you took away from this? And, and that's when things started to take a pivot. Once you go over that. Um, well, you kind of helped me realize that I had to make a decision really whether to choose manufacturing or to choose like, um, having more employees to help me hand make them or what I was going to do. So basically I couldn't decide really. I mean, I really, really wanted to stay with the, um, handmade aspect, but I felt like employees was just too normal. So, um, now we kind of got this thing going on where, um, uh, teens and tweens will help learn how to sew and then eventually like they'll have this course and they'll learn how to sew and they'll sew blankets and quilts and all sorts of things and then they'll start learning how to sew mini mammals as well yeah i remember that <laughs> i remember because my wife was listening in on on our on that like it was one of the more fun brainstorms we had because you know yeah. i remember you're like i don't know and, and i just kept saying you know what what it was the fundamental thing with with mini mammals and you're like honestly and you said you're like sewing with my grandma and just kind of spending time with her was great and i'm like great start there and and when we've refocused um that joy then that's kind of when you're decided wait a second maybe that should be my my labor um yeah. walk us through that and what you're thinking because not everybody gets that same joy or the opportunity to, opportunity to have that same joy that i have and I really want to help give that to um, teens in my area, I guess, is where I have to start. But I want to spread it all over. Like everybody deserves to have the opportunity to feel that joy and to figure out what they like. Well, and, and even um, I remember when we were talking about the fact like there, there was a company I knew that they had done really well because they had found that uh, boxing cut down on Parkinson's. And so I was like, you know, under that same kind of concept, you know, you could have a really interesting labor force. <laughs> and this is, I hate to use the word labor force, but, you know, kind of unpack some of these ideas that we had on, on how you were going to get some of these new relationships formed and, and, and the benefits thereof. Okay. Well, um, another issue we found was that about finding grandmas, basically. So my business teacher, um, told me that some of the nursing homes and assisted living homes have like required volunteer hours for their residents. I was like, okay, well, we can help them get some volunteer hours too. And they can help teach the teens how to sew and make the connection between Gen Z and the older generations. Right. So then, you know, and I remember like, you're like, okay, you know, do we get them to do labor? You know, do we kind of separate that out? Um, talk to me about like who you want the volunteer sewing society, so to speak, uh, at, at senior living facilities, like who is your most optimal candidate for this? Um, someone who's sewn before, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, well, and I mean also on the recipient end. Oh, um, just anybody with an open mind, really. Like one thing I learned in middle school really was just to keep an open mind, throughout my entire life. And that's really helped me a lot. Just be open to new opportunities and new ideas. So I think if anybody else has learned that in middle school, like, come on out, like we will help you learn how to sew. Like, let's go for it. Right. And what, well, one, you said middle school and like, 
uh, I think in one of your your talks you'd saw you talked about maybe kind of focusing on on girls. Yes, but I'm not going to limit. You know? <laughs> you're not, not going to turn a guy away that wants to learn how to sew. And right, I respect like, that. I respect that. No. But like what, like what are the benefits, though, of a, a middle school kid wanting to get off his or her cell phone and spending time with, you know, a senior citizen? Like why, well, why those pairings? Okay, first of all, senior citizens have already lived a very long life and they know so much, like they have so much knowledge that they can pass on. And so not even just learning how to sew, but just learning, like listening to stories that they've they've learned from and just anything really. And I guess that's another thing I learned a lot from my grandma is just everything she told me is just knowledge, everything. And so I feel like that's really important too. Um, No, so I I love that because you... I just, when you dug down on why you really loved this, obviously we had said before, you know, you spending time with your grandma, knowledge, acquisition, all this other stuff. But then when we started kind of brainstorming on, you know, there's a lot of girls that could benefit and a lot of guys too, that could, you know, benefit just turning off their cell phone and talking. Yeah. And then, and then just that therapeutic skill of sewing things together, which I, I absolutely love. Cause even when my, my wife was eavesdropping, she's like, I'll sign Anna and Ava up for that right now. And, and, <laughs> And just talking to some people about it. Now, ironically enough, um, last week we had on Tiana, and this was the same thing. You and her led a parallel life in the sense that you were ready to get things started, but right now it had to be at the conceptual level because you were about ready to go to college. And you felt like college was the better place to launch this. So let's get it because I've actually, (laughs) this isn't like looking back over what you've done. This is now the part of the interview of where you're at now and where you're headed. So you're just about ready, or you may have headed off to, well, you can talk about trying university, but you're just about to head there, correct? Yeah, I'm actually sitting in my dorm right now, so it's super cool here. And why I wanted to wait was because um, really this happened at the end of my senior year. So I knew I wasn't going to have the same support system that I had at DeKalb at trying, even though they are really close, it's just hard that you don't see the same people every day. So I was going to wait and get a support system going here. And another thing that Trine really likes is, and because I'm in the Kettner School of Business, I know this, that we are really focusing on soft skills. Like soft skills will get you employed more than your technical skills. So that's another thing that Mini Mammals will help is talking to the senior citizens and getting those soft skills that you need in order to be successful. I okay. This is when people in the audience are now sitting up straight and going, "Wait, she's onto something." Totally <laughs> agree. Totally agree. So unpack on how you think that they're going to acquire soft skills through working with your program. Really, just I've, I've noticed that different generations just communicate differently. So being able to learn how each generation communicates and talking to an older generation will help you kind of, I don't know, like learn that, I guess. And No, I mean, just the art of conversation. I I agree. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to bash, but to be truth be told, adults are just as bad as this nowadays anyway, but like (laughs) just constantly looking down and typing isn't acquiring soft skills. So I I totally agree. I mean, you, you get getting, you know, really seasoned veterans, people with all sorts of life experience, yeah. working with people that are just starting to start life. And, and um, you're right. I mean, 
you know, if you can throw in there how to look somebody in the eye and give them a handshake, that, <laughs> yeah, that's really so, helpful sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like throw in a, 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 a module there in your curriculum on how to do a confident handshake. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I, I love that. Um, but, you know, you just said something earlier about wanting to wait to work with the network you, you've already got. You know, this is, <clears throat> this is interesting because there's, and I understand why there's some people that are like, I don't want to go to college. I want to see if I can be an entrepreneur, but there's a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs or they want to do the college uh, entrepreneur thing. Clearly you're going to have that. Um, yes. And, and you've already had pre conversations with Trine university, correct? Yes. And so no, I think that you're going to be an interesting example on how you can, you know, leverage both. I mean, you're starting to build quite a network. We'll get into some of your media stuff here in a second. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, obviously you, you're coming to the university and they're excited that you're already off and running. So I can only imagine that's going to be an iron sharpens iron situation. Yeah. No. So, so obviously Trine's excited to, to have you and start working with you, correct? Yes. Well, so now getting to that next point, so you're going to get started here. Are, you know, are you starting to look to some of your classmates to build a team or are you wanting to lean on some professors a little bit more? Um, the Kenner School business is really small, so the professors are super helpful and super personable, which is really nice. But I'm also like looking at classmates because class sizes are super small too, which is, I just really like it. It's better than sitting in like a big, huge lecture hall where nobody really talks. Like this is more conversation-based, which is what I really like. I've met a lot of new people so far. And, um, and I figured out what I was going to say before that college is like, I feel like it's a concentration of knowledge. So I feel like I'll pick it up faster than if I were to learn it throughout my entire life without going to college. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No. So that's awesome. So in, in essence, part of your team is this going to be extension of your class? Yeah, basically. That's awesome. No, I, I like, and I'm sure trying is licking their chops and, and excited for, for your public journey. Speaking of which, um, you've had some cool media here. All of a sudden I get an email saying, check this out. Was that an NBC affiliate? Um, I believe so. I don't really know what they were. They're just like the news channel that we watch. Like I don't really pay attention to the specifics. We're sure if it's ABC or CBS. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they came out and they did a story on you. Talk about yeah, that a little bit. It was super awesome. And they obviously covered many, many mammals. Yeah, it was many mammals and a lot of um, innovate within and um, what was the one? At? Yeah, yeah so, your, your whole background. So tell people yeah. why it's important. I mean, like right now you're talking to a 15 year old, 16 year old, whatever. Why is it important for you to kind of be out there and socially brand just yourself? So people know who you are. Like it's, different to have like a business face, but they want to know what's behind the business. So like being more transparent and open and letting people know that you're not just like some person hiding behind this business space. You're actually a good person that's out there and doing things. Well, and you went back to soft skills and how your university wants you to really hammer on the soft skills. And, and, and I totally agree. And I think that one of the things that truly comes across when people talk to you is are your soft skills, ironically enough, like, um, well, we went out to New York City 
which by the way, I, like seriously, you just kept improving and improving. And that last pitch you made at Atlantic Records just totally won people over. But it, <laughs> it, 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 it was it was that like that becomes part of your brand. Um, yeah. You know, like you've done videos for us and Morgan is well, kind of like what you hear today, happy, upbeat, um, not negative. Uh, and, and that's kind of becoming your brand. And, and I think that's, you know, some of the students that have been really taking to, especially LinkedIn, LinkedIn's really, may I strongly encourage you still to keep up with LinkedIn. That's been our pot of gold here lately because a lot of people that are slightly older are like, oh my gosh, look what this girl's working on. That's incredible. And then giving you that, you know, that feedback that you desire. Yeah, people that are already out there in the business world are giving us that aren't quite out there so far, giving us really good connections. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then circling back to the New York thing, I mean, obviously we met some incredible um, people on the trip, and I still am pinching myself on some things that happened. What were some, <laughs> what, what were some of the big takeaways you had from that trip? Um, I really liked the LinkedIn um networking event at Atlantic Records. That was probably um, one of the best things because it was more interactive instead of listening more, which I really liked, like getting those connections and also listening to people that are basically in the same spot that I am. Yeah. So it was really nice to know that other people are out there that are in the same situations. Yeah, I was shocked. Well, actually, I shouldn't be shocked. I Like, you're right. The average age at the Atlantic Records event was probably 23. Yeah. Uh, and some of them were uber successful and some of them were just starting off. And, yeah. and, um, no, you guys were like celebrities there. Yeah, like I, I just, really I, cool. I know as like, I was like, come on, Morgan, let's go. And you're like, I've got to talk to my people. Um, <laughs> like, like seriously, that event was supposed to be over, I think at nine and at 11, yeah. 15, yeah. I'm like, seriously, I'm tired. Let's go. And <laughs> yeah, I had to, and really I had to drag you guys away and people were, <laughs> getting emails and everything else. No, it was, it was, it was a really cool event. And it was, it was among my favorite too. Uh, I, I just, I couldn't get over how proud I was of you guys. Um, and, and honestly, especially you, that was your shining moment. Like your, your, your pitches at the beginning of the week of the beginning of the trip were, were okay. And then all of a sudden that was easily the most confident you've been. And I don't know, you're just was so much more comfortable. Maybe it's because you've made the pitch, you know, four or five times previous, but uh, like that could be, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it was, it was a great event for sure. Well, no, I, um, gosh, Morgan, I, I think what you're representing is, is a true and honest journey. Um, I like the fact that you've been transparent with it. I like the fact that you had an idea and you're not saying <clears throat> I'm a full fledged business yet. Yeah. Um, not yet. <laughs> Well, and, and, and I think it's, I, you know, all eyes are on you now because I think, you know, between your university who will want to be proud, I think that you're parlaying this the correct way. You're, you're, you know, you're going about it in a very transparent manner. And like, I think that this is going to work and that's okay if it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I, I like the fact that you decided to delay it. I mean, there was a little bit of pressure there, but like, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of the people in the cohort were off and running and you're like, I can't do this yet. I, I, I yeah. want to wait till, till I get to the right city and the right fit. So I, I think this is going to be a really fun journey. Now, mind you, <clears throat> there will be a follow-up podcast and here in about probably six or seven weeks, we're going to hear how you're doing. So, okay. so a little, little bit of pressure there. <laughs> All um, right. We'll be doing a lot better. Well, so like, that's, that's what I'm going to end on. Like, where do you see this? What, what kind of advancements do you think you're going to see in the next three months? 
Um, because Trine is in Angola and Angola is so acceptive of Trine, I think I'll be able to reach out to Angola middle and high schools and get some teens and tweens interested and really get going on the whole actual process yeah. of like the course of teaching kids how, how to sew. Like it's, it's starting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. Well, and plus, like you said, your small class size there at the university and you'd be able to lean on them for some feedback. I love it. Yeah. Well, Morgan, um, before we leave, tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find my Mini Mammals account on Instagram, my personal account on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, yeah, just search Mini Mammals on basically everything but Twitter. I'm not, Mini Mammals is not on Twitter, though. That's the only downside. Okay. Well, and again, your LinkedIn is under Morgan Spade, but yes. I think yeah, you have you have many mammals in your description. Well, very good. Well, I hope that there's uh, some students out there listening and like, man, I need to connect with this girl. You do, and if you are a if you're an entrepreneur or just a parent, and you're like, this sounds cool. I think I need to know more. Then please contact Morgan. She's gonna Let have me know something. If you good. have any ideas? <laughs> there you go. All right, Morgan. Thank you for being on the show, and uh, we'll hear from you again here in about six weeks. All right. Thank you for having me.